Lord, we just say thank you for just bringing us here today, being able to get up in the morning with a mind to serve you, with a mind to praise you, with a mind to come out and hear your word today, Lord. We are just so thankful to be in this place just one more time, God. We are coming to you in prayer today, Lord, for our sick and our shut-in, Lord. You know their needs and you know every pain that they have, Lord. You know all the help that they need, Lord. And we just say thank you that you are their provider, Lord. You are our healer, Lord. By your stripes, we are healed, God. And we just say thank you that you are going ahead of all of us in our sicknesses. Even when we don't even know that we're sick, Lord, you're going ahead of us, God. You're making provisions for us, Lord. And you have a good plan and purpose for all of our lives. So help us, God, those that are sick today, to just stay in faith in you. Help those that are sick in their body and in their spirit, in their mind, Lord. Clean them up, Lord. Fix them up and heal them, Lord. Help us all because we will be nothing without you. Put us in our right mind, God, today. Lord, put us in our right mind to serve you and to hear your word every Sunday and during the week. God, help us. We need your healing, Lord. Heal our spirits and our minds. We want to be a healthy church, Lord. Help us to look towards your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. Help us to be his disciples, Lord. Not just here on Sunday morning, but every day at home, during at church, at work, we're at school. Help us, even the little saints, Lord. Help us all to be let our light shine. Help us to be healthy in you. Lord, we are praying for our children today, God, and we ask you just to continue to keep them. We are still praying for them in their state test this week, Lord. Those that have not already taken them, Lord, you know who needs to take them. Give them the wisdom. Give their parents the patience to help them. Give their teachers the patience to help them also, Lord. Move the right people in their paths, God, and move the wrong people out of their paths, God, because we need you. We will be nothing without you, God. So help them, our little children, to grow up in you, in Christ. Help them to look to you in every problem, Lord. We are praying for our youth church today, Lord, as they go ahead and learn their lesson. And let that lesson sink down in their heart so when they go out this week in their schools, they can let their light shine, Lord. God, we are praying for our prison ministry today. We just say thank you in advance for everything that you are doing, Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord! Thank you, God. You are moving. Hallelujah! You are moving in the prison ministry. You're moving in sick and shadow ministry. You're moving in our youth ministry, Lord. You're moving in our church. Hallelujah! 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 Lord, we just ask you just to bless our efforts, Lord, as we give. And, Lord, we just ask you to keep their minds and keep their focus on you. Give them hope in you, Lord. Continue a hope. Help them to dwell in your shadow, in your secret place, God. Give them the peace that passes understanding, Lord. And those of us that are not locked up, give us your peace as well, because some of us want to get locked up, God. But give us a right way out of tough situations. Hallelujah. Help us in our tough situations, Lord, in our friendships, guys, in our marriages, in our church, Lord, in our workplace, in our school. There are tough situations all around us, Lord. So we just ask you, God, to keep us 
and guide us and help us to move under your shadow, to watch you first and then to move. Keep us out of trouble, Lord. It's an honest prayer, Lord. Keep us out of trouble, Lord. And Lord, today we just say thank you for all the ministries in our church, Lord. We are just uh, also praying for Deborah Stanley today that she's on hospice, Lord. We just ask you to give her peace that passes all understanding right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Just help speak to her heart, Lord. Help her look to you and give her understanding where she is right now, Lord. And if it's her time, Lord, your will be done. But we ask you for your healing. We ask you for your healing, Lord, for Deborah Stanley today. Hallelujah. Help her to get out that bed and help her to be strong in her body and strong in her mind. If anybody can do a miracle, it's you. So we are praying for a miracle for her today, Lord. And we just continue to just say thank you for everything that you're doing in our church and around our world. We are praying, Lord, for our world. We're praying for the city of Cleveland. We pray for our leadership in our church. We pray for our leadership around the world, Lord. Help us, God, as we are going into our primaries, Lord. Help us have the right choice. Help us to have people that honor and exalt you in government, God. We ask you. That's a mighty prayer, Lord. And we ask you to help somebody lead our nation that is led by you, God. You will lift up whoever you want to lift up, and you will put down whoever you want to put down. So we just ask you, God, to help us in Cleveland, in our nation, the United States, Lord, to have some strong leaders in you, Lord. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And all these things we ask, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we are now about to recite our church purpose statement. So we invite you to stand up and say our purpose statement with us. In response to God's love, our purpose is to love others, teach the word of God, and reach the world for Christ. Therefore, as a covenant partner, I will invite others to come and join me in worship. I will be a part of a small group Bible fellowship to grow in Christ. I will serve in the ministry with my gifts and talents. And I will do my part in faithfully giving my tithes and offerings to keep the ministry of Jesus Christ alive in the world. I will love all those who enter our doors and accept us in our midst. Amen. Amen. We're going to have our scripture reader come on up, Miss Ruby Turner.
What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters has one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's field. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of the Praise God. Thank you, Ruby. Praise God. Can anyone tell me what time it is? It's offering time. And what do we say? Hallelujah. It is so good to be able to give back to God in the form of our tithes and offerings. Amen. It is the fourth Sunday of April already, you all. And our, first, our fourth Sunday offering goes to support our two cent a meal. Have you eaten at all this month? Have you eaten anything? <laughs> then we are asking if you would give two cents for each meal that you have eaten during the month, praise God. And those monies goes to support our, our hunger ministries, our hot meals, our food pantry. Anytime someone has a food need, that's where those monies come from. So as our uh, ushers come forward, let us bow our head in prayer. Gracious and holy God. We thank you, Lord, that you are the great provider. Thank you, Lord, that we have eaten this month, Lord Jesus. We thank you for every single moment, Lord, when we can sit down and lift up a fork, Lord, and, and chew our food and be nourished, Holy Spirit. We pray that you would help us to help others, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would bless these tithes and offerings, and these special offerings specially designated, Lord Jesus, for those that are hungry, hungry right now. We pray, Lord, that we would be able to be a blessing to all. We thank you, Lord, for your good gifts given only through you. And we honor you and we glorify your name. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. As our ushers collect our offering today, for those of you that are joining online, we have several easy ways for you to participate in the giving today. You can go right ahead to NLAC.TV and you can establish your online website giving account. For those that like to use Cash App, go ahead, put that dollar sign in, the number two, NLAC, and your offering comes right to us. For those that like to mail in your offering or drop off your offering, our address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Again, that address is 2020 East 79th Street, Cleveland, Ohio, 44103. Thank you again for participating in our offering. We will now be blessed with a special song by Mr. Joe Phillips singing, Walking. You're playing. <laughs> playing, walking, praise God. Let's give uh, Mr. Phillips a, a new life at Calvary welcome.
Praise God. That was beautiful. It reminds me, you know how now that it's getting warm, well, we, we want it to get warm, uh, those jazz concerts, like we get to start going back to the outdoor jazz concerts and the blues. So thank you. Thank you so much. Praise God. Hi, how y'all doing? New Life at Calvary? It's good to see everybody today. Praise God. That music just got us all upbeat and joyful. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So we are in a, a four-week sermon series, right? And it is called what? Rooted. And uh, Pastor Antonia kicked us off last week with our first one. What was the title of it? Plant. And what is today? Grow. Amen. So we are going to continue in this message. But first, let us open in prayer. Gracious and holy God. We thank you for your love, your grace, and your abounding patience with each and every one of us. Holy Spirit, as we continue to reflect, learn, and grow, help us to hear you, to understand your will, plan, and purpose for our lives. Lord Jesus, we know that you desire to see us grow. We know that who we are now is not all that you desire of us. Help us to recognize the areas in our lives that need to be rearranged to, to create environments of growth. Give us the conviction to make the changes so that you would have full reign in our lives and grow us into the people that you destined us to be. We thank you, Lord, and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord. I love seeing you all each Sunday. So today we are going to talk about growing, amen? Who can agree with me that growing is complicated? Would you say growing is hard work? The growth of a Christian is complex. Say complex. And growing requires many parts. Say many parts. So some of those parts that are needed in growing as Christians, we need the Word of God. Would you agree with me with that? We need the Bible. We need fellowship with other believers. Would you agree with me with that? We all need to come to church. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Check that one off. We got that one right today. We also need prayer. Prayer is an important part. Praise God. Would you all agree with me with that? All of these parts are important to our growth. And Pastor Antonia talked about that last week. But, say but, each of these are only a part. Say only a part. Only a part. The Bible, fellowship, prayer, worship, they are the soil or the dirt. Say dirt. They are our dirt. See, we as Christians, we take our saved Christian hearts, which are our seeds, and we plant them in the soil of faith. We plant our hearts in prayer. We plant our hearts in the word of God. We plant our hearts in fellowship and worship. We plant, however, say however. This is the most important part of today. Say however one more time. Growth comes from God. Say that with me. Growth comes from God. Growth is the exclusive work, exclusive work of God. I don't care how talented we are. 
none of us can make anything grow. Only God grows anything. So as I said, Pastor Antonia introduced us last week to farming. And she taught us about planting and gardening. And anyone knows anything about gardening, we know that a farmer has a part to play, right? Who in here is a gardener? Couple of y'all. Who has plants in their houses? Okay, a little bit more. So you are like a, a farmer, and farmers have a part to play. The farmer will till the soil, plant the seeds, water the seeds, but who causes the growth? God. Who is that again? God. God is the only grower. God does his part, and we do our part. So here's the key, y'all. What is our part? Our part is to do everything, say everything, to create an environment of growth. God does the work of growing. You know, many of us think it's our responsibility to grow stuff. As much as we know God does the work, we still think it's our responsibility. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you can't grow yourself. Tell your other neighbor, neighbor, you can't grow yourself either. <laughs> it is not our responsibilities to grow ourselves. Planting is our job. Say planting. Planting is our job. And it's whose responsibility to grow it? God. It is not our responsibility to grow ourselves. The growth, again, is the exclusive work of the Holy Spirit. So then, if, if God does the growing, what are our responsibilities? Again, our responsibility is to cultivate. Say cultivate. We are to cultivate a heart and a life that is conducive to growth. That's why we have seeds. Y'all remember these from last week? How many of y'all got these on your way out the door? Okay, a few of y'all. <laughs> these seeds that we have are our hearts, our life, our souls, our minds. And Pastor Antonia last week challenged us to go and plant our seeds. She also challenged us to plant our seeds in good soil. Remember that? Good soil. She said to us, we cannot plant in bad soil and expect good results. So I want to know, what did y'all do with y'all seeds? <laughs> Who didn't pick up the seeds? Come on, let's confess. Who didn't even take them out the room? You can't have no growth if you don't even pick up your seeds, my friend. <laughs> so again, which one of y'all took y'all seeds with y'all? Okay, some of us took our seeds. How many of y'all left them in the car? <laughs> okay, how many of y'all got the seeds all the way home, but they still sitting on the, on the table or wherever? <laughs> they, they, they on the table. <laughs> they on the table. Okay, you waiting. You getting the soil ready. <laughs> how many of y'all actually planted your seeds? All right. Tanya in the back. <laughs> Tanya planted her seeds. Tanya, what's happening with your seeds right now? Anything? 
21 days. Tanya read the directions. Remember that, y'all? That's that Tanya told us, look on the back. <laughs> it's directions. Look, Tanya, what did you do? We don't put seeds in the dirt. 
weren't expecting them to die, even though in my case they usually do. We expect growth to happen. We expect to see tons of fruit, tons of flour, tons of vegetables. But the problem is, like I said, we plant, God grows, and then sometimes we walk away. We walk away, don't we? The problem is not God. God is doing his part. What's the problem? Us. We have to do our part. We have to do our part. And I forgot to show y'all my little red pot. (laughs) See, Terrence did. He bought me this little red pot at Home Depot. And I got some seeds in there, but it just looked like dirt, (laughs) y'all. So I got a little sign, Pastor Kelly's Sunflower. And we're going to see how it grows over these next weeks. I don't know if it hit the frost or not, because I planted too soon. I didn't quite read the directions, but we're going to keep trying. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. (laughs) So last week, we talked about seeds needing healthy soil to grow, right? And this week, we're going to really talk about the necessary part for growth in believers. Say in believers. See, we've been talking about a physical growth, but really what we're trying to connect everyone with is the spiritual growth. Say spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. And who again makes all things grow? God makes all things grow. So let's look at our scripture. Jasmine, if you're able to put up 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5. We're going to start at verse 5. Let's read that together. What, after all, is Apollos? And what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned to each task, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. Stop right there. Go back. God makes all things grow. Say that with me. God makes all things grow. Paul is pointing out who somebody watered, somebody planted, but who did the growing? God. Let's go to the next verse. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. Keep going, Jasmine. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. Let's look at that word, co-workers. We are co-workers. How many of y'all got some co-workers or had some co-workers? Would you say you got good co-workers or horrible co-workers? Some of y'all good. Some of y'all got some shaky ones. Gail, Gail, don't put your hand up. (laughs) Stop talking about Sylvia and Ruth. (laughs) Sylvia, put your hand down too. It's hard. Co-workers can drive you bananas, right? They don't necessarily all do their part. And guess what? We are God's co-workers. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Would you say we're doing a good job? Are we good co-workers? Are we shaky co-workers? (laughs) So let's finish that. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. Amen. So again, the most important thing I want us to take is God makes all things grow. The seeds matter. Say the seeds matters. 
The soil matters. Say the soil matters. The water matters. Say the water matters. The sunlight matters. Say the sunlight matters. But, say but, ultimately, the master architect of growth is the Holy Spirit. God makes all things grow. When we have been talking again about the growth, we are not just talking about the physical. We want to really get focused on our spiritual growth. Do you want to grow spiritually? Good. So if we're growing spiritually, how does that really happen if God is doing the work? Our first one that we want to remember is spiritual growth is not by human hands. Put your hands up. Now turn them over. There is nothing you can do with your hands. Okay? Spiritual growth does not happen because of our hands, our work. In the early church, in this scripture that we were just reading, they were constantly arguing about who was doing what. Who was the best leader? Should we follow Apollos? Should we follow Paul? Who should we follow? Who should we listen to? They were always arguing about something. Who would say you, you got a person in your life that's always arguing about something? Oh, but why you got your hand up? <laughs> that's Terrence, y'all. <laughs> you must be talking about little T or something, the kids. <laughs> we all got somebody that's always arguing about something. Even in the church, even amongst leaders, even amongst Christians, humans have a tendency to always argue about something don't we we just can't always get along and sometimes that nonsense can get in the way of growth but if we would only realize we aren't doing the work are we god is doing the work and unfortunately in our life in our society right now there is a lot of immature people there are a lot of immature people that are just not growing and we can see if we only read the news, why coming to church is so important. Last week, we heard on the news that if some folks was driving it in the wrong driveway and got killed, right? A little boy rang the wrong doorbell and was shot. People just, you know, in the wrong place and the neighbor decides to kill them. Little kids outside playing with a ball. The ball rolls in the neighbor's yard, and the kid and the mother and father get shot. Would you say it's some signs of immaturity in our world? How many of us, when we was a kid, remember the neighbor that never wanted you to get in their grass? I'm not going to even ask if y'all that neighbor today. <laughs> but we all had that neighbor. They never wanted you to get in their grass. You couldn't touch their fence. You know, you, you knew not to go in their yard. But they never shot anybody, did they? Such and such was angry. Such and such was upset and would yell and fuss. But they never took it to the point of killing somebody. How many of y'all have had to turn around in the wrong driveway? Every time. I get lost all the time. I'm always turning around in somebody's driveway. The world needs to grow up, don't they? The people in our world need to grow up. And if only they would connect spiritually with God, many of their problems would be alleviated, wouldn't they? 
How many of you all feel like you have grown up, grown spiritually? And you're better now today than you were yesterday. You know, Terrence and I said before, we've been together over 20-some years. I'm not going to try to figure out anymore, (laughs) y'all. At this point in our relationship, I still believe we should not argue. Because we've been together too long. We're both too old. But guess what? We still argue. We still argue. Sometimes even in the middle of the argument, we'll say to each other, I can't believe we still arguing about this nonsense. It's so silly. Why are we arguing? But we still have arguments. But the one thing that we consistently know is that God is working on both of our hearts. I don't ever have to worry about if God is working on Terrence's heart. He never has to worry about if God is working on my heart. We know we can walk away from each other. You getting on my nerves. And before I get to the bedroom and he get to the kitchen, the Lord done already spoke to both of our hearts. And we both turn around like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> that takes growth. And I can honestly say when we first got married, the argument didn't go down like that. It did not go that easily. But both of us had to be interested in the person that was causing the growth, which was Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor, it's time to grow up. It's time for us to grow up. The growth is not in our hands. That's number one. Number two is God is interested in our growth. Say God is interested in your growth. Did you know that God wants you to grow? God didn't put us in this planet just to die and and not have any growth and no substance. He wants us to grow. If we look again at verse 9, Jasmine, can you put verse 9 up back on the screen? Again, it says we are co-workers in God's service. We are God's field. Take the connection on being God's field. Are we good enough? Is our soil good enough that if somebody come to New Life at Calvary and tried to plant themselves here, would they be able to grow? We are God's field. Are you excited today that you get to be a part of God's field? You get to be a part of God's growth. He chose you to help other people grow and develop. Remember last week, Pastor Antonia talked about that fruit tree growing so tall that it provided shade to other people? Do you want to help provide shade and comfort to other people? God chose you to be a part of the field. So let's look at number three. Growth in God's field is not an option. Tell your neighbor it's not an option to grow up. You have no choice but to grow. If you love the Lord like you say you love the Lord, and you know the Lord loves you, you got to grow up. Every single one of us. We cannot stay the same. If you're reading the Bible every day, guess what? You cannot stay the same. If you are on your knees praying, you cannot stay the same. If you are serving people and thinking about other people before yourself, you cannot stay the same. God is interested in your growth. Do you all remember that story in the Bible about how when we're infants, we're only able to drink milk? Anyone familiar with that? Babies do not come into this world being able to chew on steak, can they? 
cannot. Some of them act like it, you know, they don't have no teeth and they still trying to get your french fries and, and pull at your sandwich. If you got a little one in your life, they try to get your food, but they cannot receive it. Why not? They don't have no teeth. They don't have the ability, right? They have to grow into being able to eat. Just think about that, y'all. We have to grow to learn to eat, to even drink some some soda or some Kool-Aid or a milkshake. We have to grow to do that. Even children have to grow up. So guess what, saints? None of us can live our lives on just milk. Who's still only drinking milk? All you drink. What, what if that's all you ever had was milk? You never had nothing else. It would be a sad existence for those of us that like to eat, right? None of us can sustain our lives on milk. We have to grow up and we have to learn how to eat our fruits, our vegetables, our meats. We need substance in order to live, right? But growing up is hard and complicated. It is not easy. And none of us should ever be comfortable with where we are because God is always striving to get us to a better place. How many of us know that age does not indicate growth? You can be a 100 years old and still immature. You can be 80 years old and still immature. However, you can also be 10 years old and be very wise, can't you? Be 15 years old and be very wise, can't you? You know, one young person in our church, and I told her I was going to talk about her today, but I just love watching her because young people can help us to get our act together, can't they? Sometimes we'll tell our young people, you need to do this and you need to do that, and we ourselves are not doing it, amen? But sometimes if we just look at a young person, they are honestly getting things right. I think about Jasmine. Did y'all see Jasmine in her play last week? Outstanding. They did an outstanding job. Jasmine was in a play, if you all don't know, called In the Heights. And I mean, she was acting. She was singing. She was dancing. I mean, she just had command. All of them did an outstanding job, didn't they? But I thought about Jasmine when I was sitting there watching her. Because a year ago... Jasmine was off at a camp called Pine Valley Bible Camp. And they were giving her the blues, y'all. It was miserable. And these were fellow Christians. That's when growth can be real hard. It's when your fellow Christians driving you crazy. They were giving her the blues. Auntie Gail was ready to go pick her up. I was ready to go pick her up. I was like, Jasmine, let's just wash our hands of Pine Valley. We ain't got to keep going there. It's a long drive anyway. Jasmine said to me, no, Pastor Kelly, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep being faithful. I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to keep growing. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you, Jasmine, we can come home. We don't have to do this. You see, because my mindset is if you're getting on my nerves too much, I'm gone. I'm walking away from you because <laughs> I don't have to be traumatized by your crazy. But sometimes the Lord puts us in areas so that we can grow. Every time we have a hard situation, we can't just go. Church get hard, y'all walk out the door. What if you stayed and actually grew? 
your relationships get hard oh you definitely out the door but what if you stayed and grew works we all know work get hard don't it? but what if we stayed and grew jasmine stayed at that pine valley bible camp the whole summer crazy bathrooms heat bugs Lots of crazy was happening. But remember when I last preached, she had all those setbacks, didn't she? And she could not have a comeback without having a setback. And so Jasmine, just from watching Jasmine and many of the other young people, because she's not the only one, watching her grow and mature in Christ, I said, oh, I got to do better. If Jasmine can stay, I can stay, amen. If Jasmine can get mature and hang on to her fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, I can do the same thing. We all can. Tell your neighbor, you can too. Adversity is an opportunity to grow. And we face some adversity here at New Life at Calvary, haven't we? About a year ago, we had a leaky roof, didn't we? Oh, Lord. Y'all thought, y'all thought I was happy. Oh, man, I was so ready to go. I was like, Pastor Rick, Pastor Toby, I'm about to retire with y'all. <laughs> It was hard. Every time we would fix one little hole, a new hole would develop. We got leaks in the gym, leaks in the sanctuary. The border got a problem. Adversity, right? But none of us gave up, did we? Look at us now. One more Sunday in the gym, y'all. Tell your neighbor, one more Sunday. One more Sunday. Now we going back home. And in that time, ask the Lord, how have you grown? How have we grown? How have we become more spiritually sound? Adversity is an opportunity to grow. You know, my friends, I wish we had more time. I wish right now these little seeds would grow and they would sprout up right now so that we could all have a thorough understanding of what God is asking of us. But the sermon must end. And y'all got to come back for part three. Amen. So come back for our last Sunday in the gym, and we're going to be talking about pruning and growing and planting, and we're going to figure out how to get firmly rooted in Christ. And the last thing I want to say to you before we close out, we may not be where we want to be right now, amen, but by the grace of God, we are not where we used to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Gracious and holy God, help us to trust the process of growth. Lord, you make all things grow, and help us to remember that. Help us to cultivate ourselves in your soil, Lord. Help us to continue to read your word, to pray, to study, to fellowship with other believers, to come to church, to serve, Lord. Help us to know, Lord, that as long as we are in your soil, as long as we are in your field, Lord Jesus, you will help us grow. We thank you, Lord, for the growth of New Life at Calvary. We thank you, Lord, for even growing us while we've been in our January, Lord. Help us, Lord, to appreciate what you have given to each and every one of us. We thank you and we honor you. In the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Praise God. You may stand, saints, as we join our praise team, as they sing, how great is our God. And we're going to allow you all and allow us as pastors and lay pastors, we want to pray with you. 
We want to pray for your growth and your development as well as our own. So you can either come up front and you can pray with those that are up front or we will come to you and pray with you as well.
to walk and uh, her granddaughter just shared with me that the Lois is up walking y'all hallelujah hallelujah God look at God Pastor Toby used to say it all the time wow look at God so we just are so happy for your family so happy all of you that have had answered prayers we thank God we thank God uh, Pastor Antonia shared in her prayer uh 
Helen Britt's family has a family member that is injured hospice care. So please continue to pray for Helen Britt. Uh, uh, Darnay Cheeks, they're in the same family. Her relative is her niece. Um, may I say her name, Helen? Deborah Stanley. So please pray for the family. Uh, but God is faithful. God is faithful. So we want to say uh, happy birthday this week. Look at that. Uh, Renee is <laughs> celebrating the birthday. <laughs> Where the party at, Renee? <laughs> uh, Kathleen, that's Bonita. That's again um, the Williams family, Dolores' daughter, Kathleen Williams. Bonita, we call her Bonita. She's celebrating her birthday, so happy birthday, Bonita. And Peaches Jackson is often online. Happy birthday, Peaches. And just look carefully through the announcements, you all. We, we do have our classes back this week. You, you all know I'm not going to read them all, so I'm trusting that y'all are looking. But I do want to make sure to share today's announcements, which are the Women's Association is in the chapel, the men are in the Zoom room, and the Christian Ed and Youth Church are in here. And then also we have, we have been working to apply for the National Register for Historic Places, you all. So we have been um, we have been approved for the first step. We have moved on now to the second step, and the Cleveland Restoration Society has actually applied for a grant so that they can pay for somebody to complete our process. Hallelujah! Because <laughs> it is a long process. It's a lot of paperwork. But look at how God is working out the good for us behind the scenes. Things that we don't even know is happening. God is doing on our behalf. So we do want to encourage you, look carefully through all the announcements. Come and help clean up the sanctuary if you are able. And some of you all had asked for dates. So if you all have this green paper, you can see we have started putting together the list of fundraisers that we're having so that the committees like the Choir Men Association, Women's Association, whatever group you are in, if you have a fundraiser you would like to do, just look up the dates and try to fit in and see where you can start your fundraiser. We don't want to have but about two a month. So if it's already two in that month, you know, choose a different month. And then on the front, we're going to be having prayer because we are wrapping our entire campaign in prayer, amen? So the International Day of Prayer is the first one up, and we're going to need people to sign up for an hour of prayer from the, the time between 10 a.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. So if you have questions, you can ask anybody on the building campaign committee, and we will gladly uh, help you out. Did anyone else have an announcement that was not printed and we need to share? Pastor Rick? Good morning, Pastor Rick.
Yeah, Pastor Rick, just go ahead and text mine, please. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, y'all, Pastor Rick gave us some homework now. Don't don't leave your seats here at the church. We all don't want those high light bills and high gas bills. So let us all, uh, uh, and Pastor Rick, which granddaughter? Kaylin, is she okay? She's doing okay. So she came home. She's not still in the hospital. Okay. All right. Jasmine? Wow. Like they had a profit of two fifty. Oh, okay. Praise God. Yes. Yes. See how God is blessing Jasmine. Growth. Amen. Growth, Jasmine. <laughs> Praise God. We are so happy for you, Jasmine. And none of us are going to let you forget that we know you. (laughs) Praise God. Thank you, Joe. Joe Phillips. Thank you. Lenny's out of town this week, but he'll be back next week. And is there, I'll I'll talk to you about it after. (laughs) So if we could all rise for the benediction. All right, saints, as we prepare to depart from this place, gracious God, but never from your sight, Lord Jesus, we pray, Holy Spirit, help us to plant our seeds, our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our soul in your goodness, in your field. Help us, Lord, to grow love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control, Lord. We want to be found faithful, co-workers of the Lord. Jesus, we thank you and we honor you in the mighty and holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all God's people said, amen and amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm mighty glad you came to church today.